Good morning, everyone. So yesterday I spent all day getting the magazine, uh, Spoonosaurus magazine, all in its envelopes and addressed and out the door. I had successfully prepared all of the printed labels and I'd gotten about half of the handwritten international labels done. And then at the previous night before I went to bed, I spent about an hour and a half stuffing maybe half of the domestic, probably so about a third of the magazines I stuffed. And then I spent yesterday doing, excuse me, the other two thirds, including all of the sort of weird ones where I have to look up somebody's address because something didn't work right with the software, that sort of thing. At any rate, um, it's a lot of repetitious work. And I quite like that. It was a nice break from uh, doing the spoon carving. And some of it I could listen to a podcast while I was doing. Some of it, the stuffing, I could actually watch a TV show while I was doing. And that was nice. Um, and I was in the back living room with the wood stove, and so I was toasty warm, and, and I was thinking to myself, well, what, what's this going to look like in a couple years when it's twice this number of people, and I'm spending two whole days doing this? Should I try and find a way to, uh, you know, find someone who will do this work for me? And then I thought, No. And I thought no for a handful of reasons. One is that I really like supporting the guy who prints these. He's the local copy shop. Um, and I, I'm not going to assume that I'm, you know, one of his bigger customers. But at this point, each issue I'm giving him, I'm paying him thousands and thousands of dollars to print these. And... I know that that is really helpful to his bottom line, and I'm really proud that we as a community have created this support for a real, uh, you know, a real guy who has a business that he's doing his damnedest to hold on to during this uh, time of economic trouble, and and I feel really good that we are doing that, and I don't want to take that away from him ever. I also want to hold on to fulfilling the magazine myself because it's a chance for me to learn everybody's names. I might not remember your name the first time around, but by the time I've clicked the postage within the software, printed out the label, and so seen it again, put the label on the thing, and so seen it again, or with the international ones, I've actually handwritten your address. I just have a, you know, even if I don't know anything else about you, I at least recognize your name. And I think that that's how you can scale something without, you can scale something without losing at least some level of personal touch by accepting that 
or demanding rather that you see some part of the process that you do some part of the process in a way that is um, repetitious and I think one of the nefarious things about having a community that's digital is that so many people who interact with it I don't know you because you know Anchor only shows me how many people listen to this podcast. I know it's about 150 of you a day listen, and more than that listen over time. But I don't know all your names. Instagram would be happy to show me the 15,500 people who have followed my account, but of those who follow meaningfully along, I've really only noticed the ones who comment and that's why I take the time to comment back is because I really respect that level of engagement and so this this magazine where everything is more in my control and still at a level yet where it's hundreds and not thousands I am able to at least acknowledge by giving it my attention for a few moments each issue, each and every one of you, and recognize you as a person. And I think there's something really important and really powerful about that. And I think we need to be searching for that uh, every opportunity that we get. And not willingly give it up just because at some point in the future, it might prove impossible. I think that's the, that's the really sad thing, is that when we set up a system so that even at the beginning, we, we don't pay attention, even nominally, to the manageable number of people that we could recognize and pay attention to. When we set it up in such a way where we're thinking, well... This can scale without me having to pay attention to it. We're actually missing out on the point. And I think that's the other nice thing about making a print magazine. Is that I'm deeply aware of what it takes to put out 500 of something. I know what 500 of something looks like in my bones. I know what 500 of something feels like. And and I wouldn't if, if the magazine was a digital magazine. Whatever number the subscribers would be, if it was digital, it would be virtually meaningless to me. We need, as humans physical manifestations of the scale of something in order to properly appreciate how we should feel and how we should act about it. And our lives are filled with digital-only manifestations of numbers that become increasingly meaningless. And when that's the case, when you don't have a proper appreciation for what your 500 followers actually means, 
what's left is comparison. And we compare ourselves to those around us and we compare our digital numbers to the digital numbers of those around us. <clears throat> because that comparison is far easier to do than to actually sit and take proper context of just how much we have ourselves. And I do think that comparison is important. The other day when I was walking the girls home from school, uh, I mentioned this in an Instagram story, the younger one was complaining that her boots were too heavy, so I said, well, why don't you take them off and walk barefoot? She said, what? I can do that? And I said, sure. So she did. They both got into it. They were walking barefoot through the snow for quite a ways, quite a long time. It was a lovely day out, and it was, it was appropriate. And then when they put their socks and boots back on, they're like, oh my God, my feet are on fire. Ah. And we were talking about how comparison can contrast is everything. That we understand what it is to be cold by being too hot. Or we understand what it is being too cold by warming up afterwards. We understand what it is how cold the snow actually is in contrast to how it feels when we put our boots back on. And so I think that contrast and comparison is a vital part of how we experience and recognize the world. But when it is just a number, when you're just comparing, when you're just comparing your digital number that has no other meaning to you because you've never taken the time, how could you, to parse out what 500 or 15,000 people mean, then then all you're left with is the sourness or the complacency of that comparison based on which side of it you feel like you're on. And that's why a tangible object is so valuable. Because a tangible object, a tangible conversation, a comment from somebody who's real that you send a comment back to, that's what anchors it all. That's what helps us appreciate the impact that we are having on the world. It's not the comparison with our peers or anyone else that we see. It's the real stuff. And I guess this ties into what I was talking about a couple days ago about wanting to lean into Instagram and make it a space that is the way I want it to be. And I think a big part of that leaning in is about taking the power of all those connections and leaning in and this is not all of the ways that I want to shape the culture, but leaning in and interacting more meaningfully with people on it 
whether that's by having private conversations or public conversations, <clears throat> making sure that I'm sharing in a way that is helpful to other people and not just gratifying to my ego, and making sure that I'm sharing in a way that feels like it increases the real beauty in the world and doesn't just increase a false comparison that is easy for people to make. Thank you for listening, everyone. Talk tomorrow.